Radio. Wrestling podcast featuring Rom and Bomber and Rav and the one and only Peanut. Woo! Jobber Radio. Jobber Radio. Jobber Radio. Jobber Radio. Bitches. Fuck this stupid company. Fuck Jeff Jarrett and fuck all the people that are in charge of TNA. Orton's such a feud killer, man. He's, he just ruins everybody he's in a feud with. I'm kind of excited to see the Pujami Prison match this week. This weekend. So why? I don't know. I don't know. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Jobber Radio, episode 52. Um, I gotta say, we got a lot to talk about today. A lot of newsworthy things going on. But first of all, check us out at jobberradio.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Just search Jobber Radio. And how would you give us a little uh, good feedback on iTunes? We would appreciate that just a little bit. Just uh, search Jobber Radio. But um, I'm Jake, a.k.a. Bomber. We got a couple guys here today, including Lee, who just debuted one of his uh, his new series on the YouTube channel. Uh, what's going on, Lee? Not much. Just uh, really, really tired. But, uh, yeah, my... Uh my initial coverage of the G1 is started on the channel, and I hope to just transition that over to a much more casual and uh, less episode-heavy uh, run of just covering New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, tournaments and uh, pay-per-views. So, there you go. Cool. Um, so, how about your other stuff? You got anything else you want to throw out there? Yeah, uh, we just had our 100th episode uh, on my podcast, They Must Be Destroyed on Sight, uh, reviewing movies. We did a uh, commentary on George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead, which uh, sadly coincided with him dying a few days later, I so saw- I don't know if that's related or not. But <laughs> Yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad timing. But, um, so we also got Scott in here. Uh, Scott, what are you doing? What do you got going on in your, uh, Scott world? In Scott world? I don't know. I didn't know how, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know how to transition that, so I just threw that out there. It's a thing now. Also known as Canada. Um, Yes. Actually, a lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff that's going to be actually turning into things later. Um, shooting some videos in the upcoming weeks, um... Uh, this, some really cool opportunities uh, with GPC, my website, guiltyplayercinema.com. So some cool cool stuff uh, that I can't really talk about yet simply because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, besides that, you know, working on production stuff and um, movie stuff for the GPC, it's, it's been very slack on the updates. I know Matt gives me heck for that, so it, it is coming. It's just a matter of making it right. So That's on the way. And speaking of Matt, I know he'll be here in a second, but Facebook reminded me that it was a like two or three years ago for the first of my videos on his channel. It's doing the oh. Canadian exclusive stuff. So if you want to go read some amazing comments about videos I do, I was about to say I'm sure you got good comments. I'm oh, sure you got man. some great ones. That's some good shit. Otherwise, not things are good. It's uh, ridiculously humid here in Thunder Bay, and I'm ready to talk about whatever. Thunder Bay, cool. Um, so good name, right? Yeah. yeah. So Zion, uh, sounds like you just woke up same thing, uh, same way I did. So how are you Took doing? A nap, needed it. It's a sad day. I heard that Chester Cheesington died, and I was like, wait, that's just a that's just a cartoon character. I know the and Cheetos will never be the same. They will never be the same. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I needed a nap. I did not get a lot of sleep last night, so I laid down on my bed and shut my eyes and went off to Dream World. Oh. And then I, I woke up thinking, oh my god, I'm I'm late to the pay per view. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be great. That's on Sunday. That's on. And and who cares anyway? Because the pay per view looks like garbage. But I did discover. Uh, chicken bites breaded with Cheez-Its at Walmart, so I'm going to try those tonight. Oh my god. I saw that picture. That looks so How cool. weird. I, I titled the picture, mm. We Truly Have Lost Our Way. <laughs> well, uh, cool. Um, we are going to talk about that shitty pay-per-view that you were just uh, mentioning. Um, <laughs> Battleground a little bit. Uh, well, hey, there are some redeeming things about it. We'll get into that a little bit later. But there's a couple newsworthy things I wanted to bring up. Um, yep. uh, basically... I just want to bring up this first thing that somebody mentioned to me on Twitter. Uh, Thomas Bingston, Bing, Bingston. I don't know how to pronounce that name, but yep, that's it. He mentioned that, uh, well, first of all, he brought up that, yes, I paid $40 for uh, TNA. And then, <laughs> Good. And then Good. he linked a website that I don't know if it's a legit website or not, but it mentioned that TNA is now taking 10% of the wrestler's indie uh, pay when, uh, if they have a contract with Global Force, they're taking 10% of their indie pay and also merchandise sales by Global Force are not going to them. Now, I, don't, I mean, apparently The Observer, I think, is the one that is breaking this out. Let me, I have the article yep. here. Yeah, The Observer. I, I just double checked that to see who broke that, and yeah, it was them. So, wow. I, oh, I, I mean, yeah. I have a hard. Wow. Get out of that fucking promotion, Jesus guys. Christ, so, guys. so many options. So many consider, options. <clears throat> consider that Hogan with AWA left wow. because he was selling his own t shirts, and Vern Gagne is like, no, I want to cut of that. I want all that. It's mine. He's like, no, fuck you. And then they went to WWF and figured out how to do merchandising and cut in the wrestlers. The fact that 35 years later, TNA, GW, whatever, is like, nah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck fuck this stupid fucking company. Seriously. And, and you're saying yes, and you're saying yeah. that you you don't think you can believe it. If Meltzer reported I'm it, having there, a hard there's some time. there's some how do you have a hard time though? He knows a lot more people than you do that work within that oh, company. Uh, he knows, so if, someone, if he knows if, one if, person, that's more if than somebody if, if anybody's gonna know about it, it's gonna be him. So yet another example of Jeff Jarrett being a fucking slimy piece of shit. <laughs> he's a carny crook that Jesus Christ, right? man. Now he's now he before he was trying to take from actual wrestling fans, like the few people who gave a shit about Jeff Jarrett, he was taking from them. Now with that stupid gold scam, now he's literally stealing from his own boys, his own talent. Get the fuck out of that company, guys. If that com- that company is fucking cancer. And there's so many opportunities. There's so many other companies. You can go to Japan. You can go to Ring of Honor. You can go to WWE. I mean, like, it can happen. <coughs> They're hiring everybody right oh, yeah. now. So Magnus just left. fucking he, stop keeping he them the time of day fuck this stupid company yep. fuck jeff jarrett and fuck all the people mm. that are in charge of tna okay and that's what it is it doesn't matter if you try to call it global force wrestling everybody still calls it tna it's a fucking joke fuck that company okay well there you go um the only reason i was saying that i was having a hard time believe it believing it is that i can't picture people like going through with that shit and being like okay i'm okay with this i'm gonna sign this contract like i i I have a hard time thinking that people would take that shit for Global Force that isn't, I mean, like we're, you just said. We're there's... in a 
we're in a weird legal area, though, how we don't know. The Observer will confirm or deny. Like, they'll they'll not let that rest. Um, but you got to think of it, like, if... With the shit they're trying to pull with the Hardys, they're probably trying to say the language of the contract means this so we can do it. Even if when they signed it, it didn't mean that. It, yeah. it, well, it could came, easily be something like that. They came to a verbal agreement with the Hardys. It was, uh, like, what? I think they said it was 15 thousand dollars for yep. the, the broken gimmick and oh. then jeff jared immediately went ahead and just announced that no there's no deal what the <laughs> fuck is wrong yeah. with this company Which i believe <laughs> also is... cost them five thousand dollars to do it because the legalities of them saying stuff about the deal is yeah, both you sides pay money to keep their yeah peek their mouths shut but i i think yeah. it was i think it hadn't been signed yet though Oh, yeah. I think what had happened was is that they came to a verbal agreement and they were going to sign, and then Jeff Jarrett was yeah. basically like, Anthem. "You know what? Actually, I want more money because I'm I I can't get enough money yeah. from fucking ripping off my fans, no, asking Anthem them did. to buy gold and sell gold. God damn it, man! Anthem no, but I think with the Hardys. But, Jarrett but I think I think I think Jarrett is the one making all of the decisions, though. And this this reeks of him because the, the Anthem is is full of a bunch of people who have no nothing to do with wrestling. Oh. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're they just getting it so in, they had content for their network. Yeah, they're getting into it for like to become carnies. But Jeff Jarrett is <laughs> yeah. the original goddamn carny, and like all of this oh, reeks dude. of Jeff Jarrett. Anthem is Fight Network here in Canada, and yeah. they are the broadcaster of Impact up here. So the more content they have, the more they can produce, the more they just have their own in-house shit. It's it's literally we don't want to lose one of our main things. Let's have it. And hey, we own it. Now it counts as Canadian-produced content because, Lee, you know, there's a law on that. Mm-hmm. Networks, Canadian networks have to air a certain percentage of Canadian content. So that's why you see so many sports teams aired. If they own that, technically, I'm sure they can say it's Canadian. Hmm. So they, they want to just broadcast the fuck out of it, and that's a big reason why I'm sure they bought it. Jarrett, though, like you said, he's the original Carney. That's a, that's a good nickname. Um, he That deal with the Hardys, they were also wanting 50% of all merchandise, and that's when Matt went, ah, uh, no. <laughs> no, hmm. we got to work that part out. Not happening. So instead, he went to the rest of his GFW locker room and said, "We're going to take all of it." So, yeah. <sighs> what the fuck? I don't want to believe it, but I I can I easily. No, I, I can I easily believe it. believe it. But I'm like, yeah. "Are you fucking kidding me? That's ridiculous." They That's they yeah. seem to think that their company means more than it does cuz they still think that they're number 2 where at this point there's oh, no way in hell they're number 2. They they're not number 2. They they were at one point they were for a while. Yeah, they were easily but they are not point, yeah. yeah, they are not the number 2 anymore. Probably I mean like, like number I, 4 or 5 at this yeah. point. <laughs> but it's just like when people like what, what uh was a was a crazy Steve or whatever that was in that tag team uh that I liked with Abyss like even yep. he fucking left and got signed by WWE. So like, there's no point in being in this company when they're, mm. they're like, literally treating their talent like second-rate hacks. And mm. then some of this talent stays. What I think is going on, though, is I bet you a lot of the main event guys have different deals. So oh, a lot yeah. of the main event guys that have been there for a while probably aren't subject to this. And they're not having the same the same outcome as some of the, the younger guys that are coming in trying to get a name for themselves. But, like, if you're one of the main event talents in this company... You are perpetuating this company abusing talent. And, like, just get out. Stop it. You are one of the reasons why they can do what they can do to the lower-end talent. Fucking leave. EC3 could easily make a living on his own outside of TNA now. Maybe he's afraid because they own his gimmick. Uh, Maybe he doesn't want to lose it. But, like, Bobby Lashley could easily make a living outside of of TNA. Like that, you ha- you have to make a stand. This company has to fucking die because it's just they've proven time and time again 
that all they're going to put in charge are fucking hacks and losers and con men. Fuck them. They need to die. I hate this company. I feel so bad for all of the talent within. Yeah. Speaking of abusive main eventers, uh, how about that Alberto? Oh, oh my god. How yep, they didn't fire actually, him yeah, on that, the spot? That was next. Yep. That was I next. Okay. Uh, I figured you were going to segue mm -hmm. in. Um, I understand the idea of suspension while you investigate. That happens with UFC all the time. That This is kind of a, a weird thing, but there's an, an allegation of a thing. Well, we're not going to fire you, but you're suspended. And then they work it out. Okay, cool, cool. You're either you're fired, released, or all as well. Um, I kind of get what's going on with that, but there's so much history showing that, no, this is a bad thing. Fire this man. Um, but no, we're going to suspend him indefinitely. However, tune into Impact, watch him here, and we're going to promote him <laughs> as our champion. It's like, yeah. no, no, you, you don't do that. You, there should be a rolling disclaimer saying something the entire time he's on TV for that reason. Like, you can't suspend him when you're literally not suspending anything. He's not going to be back until August for tapings. Yeah, they, what did you suspend? They just tweeted out um, that uh, LAX still uh, still targeting Alberto El Patron. And I'm like, Jesus what? Like, this Christ. like was There's po a post like a hour ago. There's a thing on their YouTube ago. channel about the saga of how LAX has wronged Alberto and they shouldn't be doing it and his dad's involved in it and all this stuff that they've pre-taped and they're airing anyway of the suspended wife-beating world champion. Now, okay. What? Are, what? <laughs> what are they going to do if he kills Paige? <laughs> like what 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 are they going to do? And like and I've I've said this openly many times. I this is not going to end well. Like this no. situation between the two of them will not end well and I hope to God it doesn't end in someone's death. But the way that these two psychopaths play off of each other, this is a classic all of a sudden, we wake up on Twitter one day, and one of them is dead. If not, both of them are dead. Right. Like it's it, it, it just it's not going to end well. And this stupid Her company, family. I got into so it with, I got into it with so many people on Twitter over this because there's so many people that were saying that like, oh, the suspension was the right way to go, but like WWE wouldn't have fired him. I guarantee you, his ass would not be employed right now. In oh WWE. yeah, he'd be gone. Yep, gone. Gone. And that, no, well, it doesn't matter if he's the WWE champion, Intercontinental champion. Those those are called fake belts. They they don't they don't exist. There there's nothing real about it. What's real is is the potential side effects that the company can face if the situation gets even darker than it already has. And this fucking carny company, Jared has the balls to say well, we got to keep the top guys, even when they the might beat the shit out of their spouses. And that's oh. I've seen I've seen reports of that where it's like the the Jarrett and booking type people want to protect the boys and sweep it under the rug, while the anthem media people are like, "The fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. We're a multimedia nation company. What? No, you can't do that. You can't allow they're, that." They're, they're trying to they're trying to treat Anthem like money marks and and run the company and just say stay out of it. But Anthem yep. doesn't want any of that shit. So, but it's, uh, here's exactly. here's what I was gonna uh, ask you guys about this. Uh, story that's out there. What about what did you think about Paige's reaction to this though? Have you seen? No, like, she's wrong. I no, mean, she she's delusional. You, she's delusional. So you think well, she's wrong? I, I delusional. Think she believes it, but she's like she's For those not that seeing. No, folks, we should explain it. She she came yeah. out and publicly said that she was actually being investigated for abusing him. But then anybody, like, there's a bunch of people I follow on Twitter, specifically one that works for TMZ. And he, he, he he's one of the guys that broke this open, but he breaks open a lot of wrestling stuff. And he has contacts and stuff, and he actually got, like, a statement from the, the, like, the local officials saying that, no, they're only investigating Alberto, not her. Yeah. So, like, they have evidence, especially the, the main thing is that her family's all over this. 
Yeah. So like, if oh, they dad, mom, her siblings, they're all saying her that brothers are like, we're scared for our sister. Yeah, there is a history of him not only you know yelling at her, but actually physically beating her. And now they're investigating Alberto for this. And yet, who out there fucking believe? Like, I could see what's happening. She 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 has this syndrome where she thinks that this is her man. And some oh well, sometimes he hits me. It's not it's not a big deal, you know. Exactly. I'm I'm hard to deal with. And like yeah, of course, don't believe her. Believe the fact that there is evidence against the man beating the woman. I'm I'm not against the idea that yes, there's sometimes there are cases where it is the other way around. Women do abuse men, but in this case, the family is saying it and the authorities are saying it. Shut the fuck up. Listen to facts. TNA, you need to fire his Here, fucking ass. Whoa, so- Alberto is also the president, um, like spokesperson for Combat Americas, an MMA company. Yeah. Uh, they have released him from that position. Yeah. Of course, because that's what that you would do. That's what you would exactly do. Exactly it. The real well, legitimate sporting company has removed the fake guy who is a figurehead from that position. Who is legit? He was. He did MMA. He's a legit. Whatever. But the wrestling company with pre-taped stuff, who can edit and determine what they put on broadcast, has kept this man as their unified champion face. And promoting it. They could uh-huh. easily just say, like, whatever. Let's promote other stuff on the show. We'll air this, but it's all about Lashley right now. It's all about this other stuff. Just cut him out of the promos. They could easily do that. They're not. Here, I'm not, I'm so not even kidding. As of us, up. when we started recording this, 38 minutes ago, Impact Wrestling tweeted, still to come, dot, dot, dot. Will the <laughs> tactics of LAX persuade... Uh, at Pride of Mexico to join their faction in a picture God of Alberto. Yep. 38 minutes ago. So, so yep. fucking it, it, it is Thursday night. Impact is airing right now the second episode with the world champion who has been suspended by that company because they happened to tape it. Yep. And it just and this whole thing makes Fuck sense off. too because they they brought like they had say what you will about Dixie Carter and her idiots. Okay, they were all fucking morons. But at least they have they've been there for a while. Okay, so they knew what was going on. They thought that the appropriate thing was to get rid of them. I agree. Dixie Carter and her fucking minions should have always been eliminated. But they thought that the solution was to bring in the guy who never drew a fucking dime with TNA before her. They thought that, oh, yeah, let's bring in him and his, oh, I see that GFW. Oh, maybe we'll convert it to that. You know, the organization that for like two years hasn't drawn a fucking dime to the point where Jeff Jarrett had to beg people to sell money and get scammed Mm into an autograph and they thought this dude was going to be the one that would save Whoa. the con- and now they're calling it global force wrestling when who the fuck nobody even fucking knows what that is and if they did they're uh they're a smart like us and we make fun of it because we know how stupid it was oh yeah it's Jesus a it's a better Christ. brand name but they should have started with that like yeah. should just start over yeah. from scratch i mean not taking yeah. anything just start over completely True. like like destroy the company and start a brand new company and put your money behind that because no matter yeah. what they do, if it's TNA or GFW, there's a stank on it and nobody fucking wants to smell that stank. Yeah, yeah you don't you don't clean up the old thirty year old shit and crust the toilet. You just buy yourself a new one. Yeah. I love how they they took all that and they took the name off it and put the impact name on it, saying we got rid of the TNA name. It's for reals here. And then a couple <laughs> months a couple months later, oh no, we're gonna put a different name on it. It's a name that didn't work elsewhere. We're gonna yeah. put that name on it. That's the real one now. Like, why should we even believe you? Like, mm, but, yeah. but I mean, I assume they're just. Go- I mean, they're just going back to somebody who was there, somebody they were familiar with that actually did a de- he did a decent job with TNA when it was around when he was there. But 
Okay, but it never made money. Jared sold him a bill of rights. Jared sold it on him. Like, oh, he's like, I never, can do this for you. Look how much I did before. And he took credit for it. Yeah. They've never been out of the red, though. This is what I'm talking about. Like, why would you. Uh, fine. Maybe he did a decent job for some of the booking. Like, he has uh, the X Division under his belt, so he had some of the better matches that were booked there. Mm -hmm. But they never made money with him. Yeah. So why would you go with the dude who had countless probably years? There's, probably because there's no one else. Out there, I, you know what? That's what I kind of think happened too. Is that I think that they probably tried to sway certain people to come take over the company, and he was it. He's because he's a fucking carny shark, and he's <laughs> the only guy that would be willing to come in. He'd be like, you know what? I'll do. I'll come in, and I'll I'll force the boys to give me ten to fifteen percent of every shirt they sell. Like, oh my God. No, he gets that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, that's enough of I guess global force talk. Uh, Good. To start the show, <laughs> there was just a couple of headlines there, but I guess there's another headline in the WWE right now. I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but wow, I did not know Jason Jordan was Kurt Angle's uh, son. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Jesus, this is stupid. Picture of uh, it was during uh, Angle with Booker T, and he tried to like rape Charmel. Yes. And it's like, it's yeah. that equal Jason Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't so that be great? If they went back so on that. Charmel actually retweeted a similar one where she's like, this is too funny. Yeah, she the did. The day before they put it up. <laughs> yep. Um, the F fact yeah, that thoughts. Daniel Bryan made jokes that Chad Gable is his son, and people have been posting about Regal and Pete Dunne, and it's his son. Like, they know that this is a dumbass fucking idea. And a credit to Kurt Angle, he's owning it. So he sold it. Man. Oh, he, he was great like, when he was crying in the ring and stuff. It looked I think so people fucking told great. Him, like, if you didn't know better, you'd think Kurt Angle really believed it. <laughs> yeah. Like, did anyone yeah. not tell him about the story? What the fuck? Um, honestly, the only salvation of this, and I have to think this is where they were going from day one, is that something's gonna happen. It's like it's all a lie. Like it'll be outed. Like that. That's the long term it goal. Always, from always day goes one. there, doesn't I it? I hope. Yeah, but I hope that was the plan from the start, not just. No, this would be a good plan. They look alike. What's the yeah. plan? No, he's a son now. No, like that can't be where they ended that idea, right? Uh, I hate this entire thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it's I, stupid. I mean, this is. I mean, as much as I'm a stickler for old school stuff, this isn't fucking forty years ago, guys. <laughs> and this stuff, you can't sell it anymore. You're 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 asking the fans to suspend their disbelief to this level. It just makes it so much harder to fucking throw any other bullshit their way that you're trying to get them to buy after this. It's just, it's ridiculous. Everyone knows he's not his fucking kid, and it's it's just a stupid storyline to buy into. It's just so dumb, um, and it doesn't work. Uh, the only thing, I mean, I'm not, like, hating on it yet. I mean, it is it is a little silly. It is a little silly. Um, but I'm not hating on it yet. The only way I will get really mad at this whole angle is... Is if this ends up being Kurt's only match, like down the road, he ends up facing J uh, Jason Jordan as his one match, like to come back. That would be bad. I would not you like know, that. You know what's ironic about this, though, uh, that you, well, not ironic, but a coincidence that uh, you, you brought this up. Mm -hmm. uh, what about your illegitimate son, Woody, there? That's not happening. You know what? No, <laughs> no not happening. Fuck that guy. Why, why, why are you treating I, him so bad? Why, why are you treating him like a redheaded stepchild? Because yeah. he is. Because he well, is. I do like that custom title, though. He took my advice. Oh, I do yes. like that. Yeah, anybody, anybody wondering what we're talking about? We're talking about uh, stuff going on <laughs> on Twitter about our prediction league, by the way. If, uh, if you want to get in on the battleground prediction, uh, we do have a little prediction league on jobberradio.com. You can sign up, uh, take part, and compete against other people, and it's fun. You just check it out. But um, 
What we're talking about is you being a dirty promoter. I'm not, goddamn, no, I'm not a goddamn. Hey, you're but, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> but he's also as bad as he was in his backyard days. He doesn't push himself. That's right. I don't. Well, first of all, I can't win. He a doesn't fucking, put himself over. I can't win a fucking match. So I mean, that's a different story. I wish I could, but I fucking can't. So I wanted to get my two cents in on the Jason Jordan thing. Yeah, Even yeah, though, go like, for it. it. It went it went over like a fart, obviously, and yeah, like it wasn't when great. it happened, I was like. I mean, yeah, I mean, he does kind of look like him, and I've compared him to Angle. I've said, like, one day he might be the next Kurt Angle. But, like, one, <laughs> why didn't they go with Gable when Gable was a legit uh, Olympian? Like, wouldn't that have made like, been it made a little more sense? Like, made it a little more comfortable? And also, I, we all, like, not all of us know this, but Kurt Angle does have an affection for black chicks. Uh, but, like, I don't know, that's just a little odd, oh, too. Yeah. Well, I don't but, know. I'm just saying I, he doesn't... Uh, Jason Jordan looks way more like Kurt Angle than Chad Gable it's does. True. It's true. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, like, uh, I don't know. But the, my biggest and... problem, though, had nothing to do with that. My biggest problem, one, by the way, I'm predicting this is going to fail miserably. Because Jason Jordan was never interesting on his own. He only became interesting when he became a tag team with Gable. Because Gable oh, yeah. had the personality to help yeah. kind of break him out of his shell. On his own, he's he. I don't think he has it at all. Like, he, or at least he doesn't have it. Yet, and I don't think throwing him into like a semi-main event story angle is going to do anything for him. But like the biggest problem that again we're running into is yet again another NXT tag team that had at least two or three good years and they were super over that WWE just fucking destroyed. Why? I don't get why they're doing this. Like a tag team comes up, give them a fucking chance before you're like. Well, obviously Vince doesn't see Gable as the star. He sees Jordan as the star, so he's going to break him up. Well, obviously Vince doesn't see Enzo as the star. He sees Cass as the star, Correct. so he's yeah. going to break him up. Like, give him a fucking chance. Vince, they've got like 10, 10, 15 year careers here. They're young guys now. It's not like back in the day where they were hiring you know older guys from WCW or something like that. Give them some fucking time to learn their craft. And learning their craft in a tag team is like the best possible way you could do that. It's a lot easier than working singles. Like, what? Like yeah. they didn't give American Alpha even remotely a chance, and they were fucking over at one point, and, and then they just destroyed them. You know what makes me mad about it too? They at least gave them a shitty title run. They never gave Enzo and Ta- Cass a title run, which yeah. it just pisses me yeah. off because they, to me, they, 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 they were the better. <laughs> to no, me, they were the better over team. Line, but. Yeah. Oh, agreed. No, I, I said this back then when Enzo and Cass came in and Alpha came in. They were the equivalents. They were like, here's the new hotness. They should be, both be the new champions. Enzo and Cass take out New Day. American Alpha, first SmackDown tag champs. We didn't get either of that. We eventually got Alpha winning a throwaway tag title match yes, and lost time. it in a throwaway and didn't even make Mania, and it was embarrassing. The one saving grace I can say for Alpha is they didn't turn on each other in the breakup. Yeah, right. True. So but you, yeah, can, you kinda... can easily still have them team re- relatively reasonably. Like that's the well, one one's the, on when's Raw the last now, time though. that happened. Just I know. You mean later? Saying, like, yeah. They didn't, yeah. They're not enemies. Yeah, they're not enemies. That's which true. Normally, no, like, but the not breaking. Like at least they gave Cass and Enzo the respect of breaking them up because they yeah. felt they were important enough to do that. This they they cared so little about American Alpha that they just kept them off TV for a while and then just put them on different brands. It feels didn't like talk about it at all. It feels like something I, I'd said this before, but. They are making these guys pay their dues to see how they can make it as singles. Like, did you not watch NXT for the past four years? They pay their dues, you assholes. They already have. They don't have to go through this shit. Um, 
It's, they do it to everybody, though. Man. It's got to make just, you like. Vince does to everybody. I, I, it's, yeah. it's maddening. I know. I know the revival's like on a kind of different level, but man, it's got to make you kind of scared for the revival because they bring yeah, in these teams. Know, it's don't... early yet. It's yeah, early. They bring it's in the club. They, they fuck the club. They bring in Enzo Cast. Fuck them. Bring in American Alpha. Fuck them. So now the revival, who is. I would say obviously the best of the four, but I mean, goddamn, you just got to be scared that they're going to completely just fuck them. Can you imagine those guys as singles right now? I mean, goddamn, no, they'd be nobodies. No. Yeah, they'd be absolutely nobodies, and they seem to favor uh, the guy who looks more like Arn Anderson. Yeah, uh, I can't Dawson. Which one. There you go. They seem to favor him, and every time that they start to favor one, you got to think like Vince is back there stroking his dick, going, oh, "I want to see Dawson as a single." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I. Mm, nope. They just can't. They can't. They can't unless it's somebody who's probably one of the best professional wrestlers on the planet, like Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn, like somebody who has all this time uh, already kind of built up and they have the experience. They seem to absolutely shit on everybody that comes in that's a male that is one of their homegrown NXT talent. Like, mm-hmm. why do they do that? I don't. I'm like, I think Lee's right. Is that they're just trying to. It's like, oh, you gotta pay your dues. Hey, how about we make money instead, fuckface? <laughs> like, I'd like making money and and having. There's a reason why the no, that wasn't Meltzer was that. Meltzer was talking sure about was. this, and I know everybody says that I stroke Meltzer's dick, but like, hey, the guy has the numbers. But he was talking about how this is the lowest engagement rate between fans and company that they've ever had, and yet they have a network that pays their bills right now. Like, how is that possible? It's like, you would think because they have a network and they're reliant upon the fans more than ever, they would be doing a lot more to engage the fans. But instead, I feel like what's happened is because they have the numbers they want, they're complacent. They're, they're like, ah, well, we got it. So there's no need to try anymore. So now we can do whatever we want and put the belt on a fucking jobber and just destroy all interest in SmackDown. And- Dude, I can kind of expand on that because they've taken this element of it being everywhere and it's almost as ever-present. There's nothing musty about it. It's always going to be on. You're, you're never going to miss much. They're always going to recap it. You don't have to watch it on Monday. You don't have right. to watch the pay-per-view. There's two more this month. They've made it mm-hmm. so it's diluted and it's always there. Like You, you, ha- you have to kind of want to pay- make people miss it to make them want to see it. And the only yeah, uh, it's must-see too stuff. Much was Enzo and Cass, I thought, was pretty must-see when it first happened. Yeah. Now they've booked that into hell because Enzo's a fucking geek, but I'm sure we'll talk about that. And then uh, the Joe and Lesnar stuff. I'd say the main event stuff on Raw has been excellent. Oh, yeah. That's been yes. really good. If it wasn't that, for that, that's I would important. go back to just not watching. Cause that's and what AJ happen. on SmackDown. Eh, I think they jumped the gun on that one big time. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm always behind no. AJ, but you know. Well, I, it. yeah, I'm still on. I'm I'm more on board with Raw at the moment. I mean, Raw is definitely doing yeah. the better better shows right now. Um, at the top end. Yeah, for the, the most for the most part. Shit. Yeah, I mean, I did want to bring up uh, your little uh, your little Bailey who got a win uh, this week at randomly oh, over Alexa Bliss. What? How? They, know they fucked up, didn't they? Like <laughs> how fucking random, right? Well, no, I mean, they gave her two wins in a row. They gave her a win in the tag yeah. match, and they gave her a win in the, in the ta- singles. Well, I don't, I don't count tag but matches, I have but. a feeling that uh, it's because they're going to probably put uh, Sasha over Bailey. And, yep. again, I think they're sowing the mm. seeds of a heel turn for Bailey. I really think that's where we're going, unfortunately, because Bailey, again, is a natural face. But the reports keep coming out that they think that Bailey is going to be a great heel. It's like, but then she has no character. <laughs> like she, she has no, literally no character because her only character trait is that she's like a super fan. 
So what the fuck is she going to do as a heel? Again, another character that comes out from NXT that they immediately battle against the natural progress of the character just because they're like, ah, oh, I want to do this instead. And remember, it's like you, you want to take the character and put him to 110%. That's Why would anyone think anywhere ever Bailey equals heel? Yeah, yeah. Like, and then her I, and Sasha like bitching with each other a little bit. It was friendly bitching, but that was again to me that's sowing the seeds that Sasha's gonna beat her, and then that's gonna make J- Bailey jealous, and Bailey's gonna cost her the match at SummerSlam. Isn't that gonna be so, great? How Bailey is gonna turn on Sasha Banks, and <laughs> Bailey's gonna be yeah. the face, and Sasha's gonna I mean, be the. Sasha I mean, gonna Bailey's gonna be the heel. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna cheer Bailey if she turns on Sasha. They'll cheer her. Well, maybe but you're not supposed to, but they will cheer her still. I know. I think it's it will backfire on their face. I think it's going to kill Bailey dead. I mean, she's already really low right now, but I think that that will be the end of her because, and then Vince will be like, obsolete, couldn't get over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn, even though she was one of the most over women wrestlers when she was champion, but yet, but yet they're going to turn her and give her a shit deal. And that's going to be, that's going to be the end. I mean, that's, that's the death of it all. Like, God damn, I, I'm sick of bitching and moaning about the company, but anybody yeah. could win it better. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. They don't give you anything to really get excited about. I mean, so, they, like, yeah, I there's some good things. But but can, can, the problem is how much we're watching. Like, in the Attitude Era, we only had two shows. Okay, And, I mean, like, for when it was really hot, we only had the one show. We had Raw. Yeah. So you only had two hours to really base your judgments off of. So, like, there wasn't a lot of stuff for them to write. Now I feel like there's so much fucking wrestling that they only pick and choose certain things to care about yeah. and then everything else they're just kind of throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. Oh yeah, I guarantee you like if there was this much content to fill back in the day, it would be the same like there would be shit that you just like god damn. I yeah. mean there was some back then still oh, but Oh there uh, there was, yeah. Yeah, yeah but... even even at 2 hours a week there there was times that were on raw where I was just like tuning right the fuck out cuz it just wasn't all that good, but I mean with just this oversaturation of stuff they have now with what filling what 10 to 12 hours a week or something like that at this point it's like it's way too much man it's just i i I have no interest in keeping up with it i've watched in the last week in two new japan shows i've seen more better matches better worked matches than i've seen in like the last two years in wwe yeah I mean, I mean, it's that it's it's really that bad. Like you're saying, there is some good stuff in WWE, and every once in a while, you start getting these really great matches and stuff. But for the most part, it's the same guys over and over again, and I don't give a fuck. And I just watched like two like potential matches of the year in this last week in New Japan, and they're just killing it. And WWE's just fucking dying, man. They're just. I mean, they're not though because they're actually yeah <laughs> money wise they're, they're not their ratings their ratings are doing terrible content wise yeah yeah the money they're making off the network though they're actually doing really well that's isn't that great how that works uh revenue wise they're doing great but content wise they're just like god damn what's happening god really weird Uh, so i want to talk about the uh enzo segment though okay just how fucking terrible that was so enzo comes out cuts a great promo by the way like i I would say that was a main event level promo. The yeah, dude, of course. He can fucking talk, man. Like yeah. he's great on the mic. So he, but he, in, during the promo, he goes, like Cass, last week, like you were basically a sucker because Big Show got in the ring and you walked out. I would never do that. So then he calls Cass out. Cass comes out. Enzo walks out of the ring. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? He's like, I would never do that. And then he gets out and goes, Ha! Ah, I got you. I'm smarter than you. And Big Show comes out. Cass proceeds to beat the living shit out of Big Show. 
Enzo runs in, Cass just swats him away like a fly with a boot, and walks away like the biggest face I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. It was the old Rusev thing. You remember when they would have, like, multiple American guys attack Rusev? And, you'd, and they'd be like, oh, that evil Rusev. It's like, wait, no, but there's multiple guys attacking him, and he just fended him off on his own. Yep, yep. just destroyed him. Oh um, no, God. there's a bigger baby face. It's Braun Strowman. He survived the dastardly heel Roman Reigns damaging him in an ambulance, and he walked away. The super baby face on his own power. I yeah. think I I think I figured out the the, the segment though. So uh, Big Show is obviously in the in the like shit uh, doghouse right now for his comments with Jericho, where he was like, "I hate TV. I don't want to do it." So they're like, "Okay, well you're gonna go out there, then you can get your ass handed to you by like the new guy." Mm-hmm. Like he to the point where he made him bleed. And they really obviously have a very low uh, low uh, opinion on Enzo. So they had obviously. him look like a fucking little nerd who, like, who one, contradicted himself immediately and then ran in and didn't even get a couple punches and just got booted and destroyed. They must, Vince's hard on for Cass has to be legendary. I, like, yeah, the veins have understand to be pulsing. Did you not see his entrance? That great balls of fire, that one's picture oh, yes. where he covers up the C. Yeah, big, big ass. ass. Big ass, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's, I don't yeah. see it. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it at all. I think without a mouthpiece, he's in trouble. Like, if they, if, like he's I said, already brought, if they just brought Carmella over, she's already, she's a heat magnet. People fucking hate her. Bring her over from SmackDown. Yeah. Make her his manager. They're already a couple in real life. I'm sure they would love that. And there you go. You have someone that speaks for him. But him on his own, when he talks on the mic, he sounds like a slow person. He's like, hey, Enzo. So he sounds uh, like Scott Hall. Oh, he's he just he sounds like he's missing a beat. Like I would prefer if he sped up his promos by half, but he just he doesn't he doesn't do it for me. And he's not think, he was never that great in the ring. Yeah. So what is there to him now? It's just yeah, his size, man. He's big. Yeah, and he talks like he got kicked in the head by a horse or some shit. <laughs> he's huge. Without Enzo, though, he you can see his faults just oh, bleed. Oh, I, I saw his faults with Enzo. I did. I that, ah, man. I still. I mean, I, you yeah, could tell yeah. back then, even back in the day, I yeah. said it many times. I was never sold on Cass. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have, they should have uh, split him up. They should have made Enzo his fucking manager. Just yeah. made him his, his mouthpiece right? and great heel run right there. Just do a, a gimmick where they say like he gets he got hurt, but he's not like he can't wrestle. But just to say he got like a Daniel Bryan thing, just lie. Like, oh, he's mm-hmm. got a bunch of stuff, he's not cleared for a year, and just have him fucking manage him. Like, and Cass would be a much more effective babyface anyway. Like, what the fuck are they doing? And literally look at what they have also on the show. They've got a big guy with a limited move set who can't talk well, so they put him with a guy who can talk really good. It's called Brock and Heyman. It's on yeah. the same program. Fucking do... I know Cass is nowhere near as good as Lesnar, that's what I'm saying, but yeah, it's yeah. the same formula. Literally. Put them together, the, they're always together, have Enzo be the mouthpiece. Yeah. yeah. I was actually, like, funny thing, I was thinking about that on my way home from work today. I was thinking about, about managers, and I was thinking about how it would be nice to have some back. And as much as I was fighting against making Enzo a manager because I just liked him, I wanted to see more of him, and I know he's not a good wrestler, but I was like, you know what? I mean, it just makes fucking sense. It just it makes sense. I would like to see more managers, and Enzo would be a perfect one. Yeah, but, he's a manager who can take bumps. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's what, also what, what the big point. What you need, man? Yeah. yeah. He would be great. He would be that little cocky, like in your face, little small punk, and then bam, he can take the bumps. But yeah, he goes around starting fights. He gets in people's faces and starts yeah. shit. I think he That'd could be end great. up being like a like we're talking end of the road, like one of the top managers possibly. Uh, at the end of the day, but 
I mean, you know, easily memorable. Like they, that, I, that formula works for heel or face. Yeah, and they don't. Like a, they don't the do only problem with though, him, really. though, the only problem with him as a manager is that he would have to switch gears and focus on getting his guy over and not himself because his promos primarily get himself over, and you can't you can't really do that as a manager. Even yeah, as I a know. Heel, like you've got to focus That's on true. your. I, and I don't know if he's probably do that. Yeah, he would be in he would be in danger of being like fucking Diamond Dallas Page where they had him with like <laughs> early incarnations of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and they weren't given, getting over at all and he was totally getting over as a manager. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess positives so. though. We have some positives we can talk about for Raw before we move on to the the pay-per-view. Uh Wrong. the the main event stuff is fucking fantastic. <laughs> like it's yeah. I I am. I, they better do the four way because if they do the four way, I am really excited to see that because I really do feel like I feel like they might be taking the title off of Lesnar. I think I think mm-hmm. that it's starting to show uh, how thin Lesnar is as champion to them. Something that all of us already knew in advance. Uh, just in general, though, I I think it could go to anybody. I mean. I think Roman's probably a stretch. Roman's probably not getting it until WrestleMania because, you know, again, Vince with his giant mm-hmm. veins and his penis. But uh, I could see them throwing the belt on Joe. Joe has been Joe has been the best fucking thing in the company. He's been good. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. one of the best things. Yeah, I see it going to. Yeah, I I, I also see Joe. I. But Braun could get it too. Braun could get oh, it. Oh, Braun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Braun definitely, but transition could go from from either like if joe or braun get the title then that would give a matchup at like royal rumble or survivor series for roman to to get the belt from one of them uh there's different scenarios i just i'm just done with lesnar again i mean like i've said this rant so many times uh he's fine when he's on but i just feel like his matches never live up to the hype that i i hope that they would I know. I know. Um, we talked about it on the uh, when we were streaming during the um, Great Balls of Fire show. But what was everybody's thoughts on the actual, just the main event of the the Joe versus Brock main I event? It was a letdown. I was I was in the minority. I thought it was a letdown. It was still it was entertaining. I thought it kicked off so good, like that was fucking spectacular with Joe jumping him from behind and then throwing him through the announce table. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, yeah, this is what I want. Like, give me even if it's only six minutes, give me like a fucking brawl. Like, have Lesnar come back, throw him through the barricade, get in the ring, and go all out. But then the problem was is that it started slowing down because Joe just kept trying to put on the Kokita clutch, mm-hmm. and it just killed the match. Like the momentum of the, the the fans wanted blood; they didn't want a Kokita clutch. And I get that that was the story they were trying to tell. Um, and I also thought it was really fucking weak that they beat Joe with one F five. Yeah, that was. <clears throat> yep. I know no, what you're saying. I, I, was... I know what you're saying. I liked it. I like the one of five thing. I, I oh, wish it would be a more common thing. I, I made oh, Joe look weak. made him look that, weak though. The, to your point, bomber, you wish it would be more common. That's cool. However, it isn't, and it, it really it made Joe look well, weak. Unless it, th- unless they can finally start transitioning back to making a finisher an actual fucking finisher. Yeah, but you're not going to see Lesnar again until <laughs> until SummerSlam, and then not for months. It, it, he's the wrong one to do it with, and Joe's the wrong one to do that with. If well, Lesnar came out and F5 people and pinned them like nothing, okay. But don't do it to the monster standing up to him like no it's one before. It's already too late, too, because we've already had Undertaker kick out of multiples, Cena's kicked out of multiples. It's well, too, it's too late. Roman. Roman can't start. You can't start. Roman's kicked out. Of, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. If, if anyone should not have been beaten by one F5 of the whole roster, it's Samoa Joe. Maybe it's just because yeah. I like people getting beat by one finish. I've just always liked that way better yeah, but than that's, 25 finishers. In, a, in this, in this context, though, it is the most inconsistent thing, and it made him look incredibly weak. I, just, I, I, I don't know how... 
fucking kick out and then have because... like Lesnar put a submission on him and have him like pass out, that would have put Joe over like even huge, even more. Yeah, huge. No. I think Joe's he got over plenty. I think Joe got oh, yeah, over just if fine. He, if yeah. he stole Cole Bret Hart did it where he passed out, oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah, for that, it would have been so much better. Where he kicked out in F five. What if he kept kicking out? Like you can't pin him. I have no, to then that just happen, makes like, the move look fucking. That makes the move look weak. That makes the finisher look weak. It, if you just keep no, no. kicking out. No, let me tell you though. Everybody else already makes it look like that. So why is the guy yeah. that's when you more say, badass than all of them? When you say everybody else, let's look who we're talking Roman. about. We're talking about John Cena. We're talking about the Undertaker. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. We're talking about three huge guys. Has four as well. Was kicked out before. How long ago was that? That's probably when Big Show was a. That's probably when Big Show was on that same level, though. Why does it matter though? How long ago it was? People remember it because Big Show was probably on that level as Roman Reigns, and he was at the top at that point. From a booking standpoint, all the guys, Samoa Joe, literally is the one going toe to toe with no fear. Why'd he get beat so quick? With only one. Nobody else in Lesnar's past, whatever. Goldberg, especially. This was a more adept version of Goldberg. Up beaten with beaten in one. Oh, it just doesn't ring true compared to all the others. I, 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 I liked it. Saying, I liked it. I liked it. The biggest the problem reason. with it though is that he hit it he hit it after Joe was just like locking on a submission for like three minutes. Yeah, he like, like caught Joe him. kept trying to do Kiki clutch, and then so Lesnar didn't really. Basically, Lesnar hit it when he he didn't have momentum, and it was a desperation move, and he still beat him, and that's why I thought it made him look really. Yeah, like, Joe if they had, had a straight match, if they were if they were both exchanging moves, and we were kind of at the heat of the match where both guys are hitting moves on each other, well, and then Lesnar hits it, I might have been able to accept it. But the fact that Lesnar was prone. Desperation hit his finisher on Joe and pinned him. I thought was weak. But no, yeah, you guys Joe, see the way they're Joe booking this though. No danger, and the fact that that worked. If Joe had held on to his detriment, and that's what caused it, fine. That's cool. But, but the way they're booking this, though, they're kind of making it not like Brock is scared, but Brock. You can tell Brock has a little more hesitation, a little more like he. Not that he's afraid of Joe, but that he knows Joe is a serious fucking threat. And How much more hesitation would he have if it had took three F fives to put him down, like it took Cena, Undertaker, and Goldberg. I think oh, it yeah. makes I, it look. I think to me, it makes it look like catching Joe like that. Actually, to me, looks like out of a desperation move, out of nowhere, like where he just he's getting a submission put on him and he just scoops him up and slams him down with it. Out of desperation, I think to me anyway. I think that's I think that's better telling of the story, showing that Brock is use, is actually getting the win via desperation, as but opposed that, to having no. to hit it like three Here, or four that times. That means all the ones he's ever hit when it wasn't a desperation oh, weren't as good. Yeah, and here's here's that's the story where here. Fly both ways on it. Here's the story I read from this match. Basically, this move that they had hyped up was going to be the big fucking Lesnar killer was an absolute failure because Joe put it on him multiple times and couldn't get the submission. Here's here's how I would have booked it. I would have booked it that he hits he hits the F5, Joe kicks out, Lesnar freaks out, Joe keeps coming at him, and then Lesnar takes a fucking count-out loss. He runs oh, away. God, people, oh my God. Mad Zion would have shit all over your face with that one. That's not true. No, that's not true because that's I understand. But my, count-out my main is, event? Mm, that, usually, yeah, I mean, that usually hurts the, the, pretty bad. Yeah, it usually yeah. hurts, but hey, on a, again, on a B show, on a B show, come it's on. Great, ball, great balls of fire is not a B show. It, it, that it is was a B show. It's A come plus. On, it's, it's, it's actually My, a C show, really. The and, crowd would have been happy seeing Joe stand tall. Yeah, here's the thing: Joe stands tall. Lesnar 
is afraid, he's running scared, and people are looking forward to the next match where Joe can get his whole, his hands on him. You can put a stipulation on the next fucking match, like put it in a cage, whatever. Some some way that, that Lesnar can't escape, and then he's forced to, he's forced his back right into a wall, and he's got to fight. And you know what yeah. that does? That gives the impression that the champion's beatable, and this guy's got his number. I don't have that anymore. Well, ideally... He beat him in the middle I, of the ring. No, he, Joe I, said, you've escaped, but eh. Ideally, I wanted them to just ha- have a fucking great match. Like I, I don't, I don't want. I think a they did though. No, I don't think they did. I think no. that it started really good. Like I, that was that was I was hyped because I'm like, fuck yes, this is what I want. But then it just turned into your usual Lesnar match. He just did his usual suplexes as always. Joe tried to lock on a submission, uh, his sleeper. But but like ideally, I would have liked them to have a knockdown, throwdown, like everybody is standing in the arena watching them exchange moves with each other situation, but instead it ended with a whimper. Um, to to make Lee's suggestion better, I think the best outcome they could have done is had uh, Joe kick out of the F5, have uh, Lesnar like go for a pin again, and have uh, that's when Joe gets the submission on. He locks it in. Lesnar's starting to pass out. We'll say like Lesnar rolls with Joe through the ropes to the outside, like Joe makes Lesnar pass out, he gets back into the ring, but he can't get Lesnar into the ring in time, and there you go. So like you, you have an argument that he did beat him, and people are satisfied with that, and they will still want to see a rematch. But with this one, like I felt like I really didn't want to see a rematch all that much uh, because <laughs> Joe got beat, and I know you keep saying, oh, oh no no no, he did. I mean he, when you yeah. get your shoulders pinned to the mat one two three, it, it makes the interest in a rematch kind of meh. The only reason I'm excited is because now it's a four way. If they had said oh, now we're doing Joe and Lesnar again in a rematch, I'd be know. like, well, I saw it, and it wasn't as good as I had hoped it would be. So I don't care about it. Joe lost. I can, so see, I can see your reasoning behind it, but, man, I would love to see a rematch between these two. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm still excited for it, but I think they went about the wrong way. Like, it was a very definitive thing. Like, yeah, he beat him pillar to post, but I still, still think... beat him clean in the middle. Like, ah, uh, that that's fine in all regards, but not when you're building him like this and have future plans. It's like, it just felt weak. Just give Literally. him one kick out. You remember, for you remember the Twitch stream. Matt's like, really? That's it? Wow. Like, that that was oh, I remember. a legit natural reaction. And that, that's kick out. I really don't think that that's that much to ask when you're no. trying to build a guy as the biggest badass on your roster. Give him one kick out. And have Lesnar look like, Jesus Christ, what just happened? Sell it like this is a huge deal. Joe gets up, he's groggy. And just have Lesnar hit another one and it's over. I know. And then I, and, it's acceptable. Because I understand you want to make that move more legit, and I'm with you on that. And there's no reason they can't do that. But this was and, literally the wrongest time. And to not do that. just his. I mean, I'm a more. That's one of my more old school aspects where I like one yeah. finisher ends the match. The whole time yeah, you fight to like not get fine. hit by that finisher, and then when it's you do, it's like game good, and that's fine. But it ended at WrestleMania X7. Probably. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a long time ago. And I, I'm with you, but of all the times for that to happen, you got to see what we're talking about that. I'm not trying to change your mind, but you, you can see what we're saying. Oh, I, I definitely see. I, I totally see what you guys are saying. Like, I, I see. what are you doing? This was a bad idea. Yeah. Um, however, if they add in Braun, who had that awesome stare-down fight with Joe, and Roman, who's just who's killing it, literally with ambulances... Um, that'll be great. That'll be a train wreck and a half. It'll yeah, be awesome. It'll be good. I just, I, the whole thing I just want to say is the closeout for me is I don't think that the way it ended hurt the match. I, I like the way it ended, but I don't think that it hurt the match in any way. That's just how I felt about it. It's just, it was a fart. I, I don't ever, and it, it, in part, it's Joe's finisher that also was a fart is that 
I think everybody wanted to see a battle, a war. They didn't want to see Joe trying to get a sleep. I don't think this is the end, though. I th I think they're going to have another match later on. This no, could but be I know, the, but, but it hurt something chapter. that I thought, I thought would be a classic. Because, like I said, the first two minutes of that match were perfect. I, like, I was getting goosebumps watching how cool that opening was, and then they started exchanging stuff, and then it just turned into a regular Brock Lesnar match. He just hit but they, they could be holding the classic for a bigger show. No, but see, you can't do that anymore. In this in this day and age, uh, when you have a situation, this was this was the first time that Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe were going to have a match together. So there, this isn't a situation where it was. Well, maybe we'll hold it out and have another. one. No, no, no. This was the first time. This was one of their few dream matches. A lot of people, like myself included, thought sure, of this yep. as a dream match. It was, yeah. So imagine imagine having like Michaels and Undertaker at WrestleMania, but it's their first time at WrestleMania and going. Ah, uh, but we're we're gonna do one next year, so don't go all out, guys. Like, what? No, don't do that. Like, have go all out, and if it's but really this good, wasn't people at will want to see another though. one. That's what I'm saying. But it doesn't have to be it is, WrestleMania. Though. It doesn't it have to be WrestleMania. It could have been a classic, and instead, it was just all right. Think yeah. back to all the promotion for it. It's the dream match. It's the amazing match. It's the guy. For... They can't keep saying that. Like, I mean, they always do. Tony Schiavone was the worst back in the day. Like, it's it's that kind of thing. Oh, it's gonna change our business, and then it wasn't because you got to watch it next month. It's on Raw stuff. afterwards where, like, I tweeted about this and I was like, Michael Cole, every other sentence was like, the greatest pay-per-view ever. God <laughs> damn it. You say that after, watch after Battleground. I guarantee you on SmackDown they're going to go, the greatest pay-per-view of all time. Like, they, it means nothing anymore when there's actually a match that's really good because they just say everything's good now. Yeah. It's so corporate and sell out. <clears throat> Man, there's just, there's, we don't have enough time for this shit, but there's so much shit to talk about, but... Uh, the main thing that we got to got to go over battleground a little bit, not the whole thing, but um, there are so many other things. It good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things that I want to talk about that I still am not on board with with uh, SmackDown right now is goddamn. At least they got Ty Dillinger in the kickoff show, but he's still what the fuck are they doing with Ty Dillinger? I mean, I am not the hugest Ty Dillinger he's, fan, but fuck. He's NXT and he's a male, so he has to pay his dues, and they're gonna treat him like garbage. And then by the time they give him a push, it'll be too late because people don't care about him. And Vince will say, "Turn him heel, it'll go great." And then it goes terrible, and he goes, "Oh, kid can't get over." But like three there months ago, he beat Aiden English on a fucking kickoff show. Now, coming this Sunday, he's doing it again. I don't know if he's gonna win. I, I mean, I I'm fucking like, hope so. But what happened to bringing in this like new talent like that and just like giving them a, a run, like give push them. Get them on fire. Yeah, and I but still instead, what happens is they debut them with fire, and then they like make them vanish for a couple weeks, and then they bring them back, and they don't really do much with them, and then they're like, "See, kid's not over." It's like you take them off TV for a few weeks and don't say what happened to them. Yeah, that's gonna happen. But the he thing wasn't is, hurt. He was just doing house shows. Dillinger's still fucking over big though. For some, I I don't yeah, well, get his they'll thing. They'll take care of that, Jake. They'll take care of that. I don't, don't get worry. his fucking thing though. That's. <laughs> I mean, I know he's got ten, and like everybody fucking loves it. But I, that's one thing that I, I don't get about him. I just but unlike he's got really good babyface energy. The buddy, I don't think he's that great in the ring. But like I said, there's something about him when he gets in the ring and he starts doing the ten, and he gets the fans to go along with it. I feel like he's got like that X factor, and maybe the wrestling will come eventually. Even though I doubt it because he's already been with the company one other time. He was in fucking ECW, like when they rebooted it, and then they oh. fired him and brought him back. So. I think this is as good as he's going to get skill-wise, but he's at least got, like, good charisma and good babyface fire. Unlike yeah. the WWE, Jake, you understand that, yeah, there's something there. I don't know what it is, but there's something there. But you're not going to not push it because you don't understand it. That's yeah. 
kind of what they're doing. Yeah, they're kind of doing it, but they're kind of also not doing it with them. Like, they were doing it on NXT, sure, big time, but here they're kind of not doing well, it. Well, that's that's what I mean. NXT, they know, oh, there's a thing, push that. Yeah, they actually Over did here, it. Over here, I don't understand that thing, you're small. Why, why when I you? went to the NXT show here in Charlotte, I when the cra- the people were going fucking ape shit over Ty Dillinger. And they were just the ten chants were the loudest thing in the fucking well, Shinsuke had the biggest reaction, but second biggest was Ty Dillinger, and it was insane. I I couldn't believe it, but I don't know. That's the thing. Know, uh, so. You know who like I can't believe I think is my favorite call up besides, you know, like Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn, like the main yeah. event guys, is uh the drifter. I fucking love him. I wanted to, I, I wanted to talk it. about him too. I, I can't but, believe it, but yeah. I, isn't it great how his gimmick was garbage in NXT? It didn't work in small arenas, but on a larger scale, I think what's going on is that it feels more like a concert. Like it's it feels bigger, it's more open, and I feel like the gimmick starts to actually work in larger arenas instead of the NXT crowd. But he is he's fucking fantastic. Yeah. He's a true heel. I miss those people. I miss somebody Ooh. who is only there to gain heat. Yeah. Yeah. Although uh, yeah. that 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 guitar shot he did there. Oh yeah, unprotected. Oh. Yeah, hey, you know what that means? Time to move him to SmackDown, and make him world champ. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Jesus. It yeah, probably helped. It probably helped him. I mean, as is as unfortunate as it was that the guitar shot was just a little off and cut open the back of his head there. It's just like you know, made him look vicious. Hey. Yeah, it, it did. did. It made it, it made it look good, but the bad thing is, if he's going to be going into a feud with Finn Balor, like, or if they finish it, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with that. No, I think that's it. I think that was the payoff. Uh, I think that that was their way of moving Finn to Bray without having the Drifter lose any heat. That's Drifter good. Already lost. He already lost heat when he, you know, when Finn pinned him the previous week. I think yeah. this was the perfect send off because he got a little bit back, so he can move on to something else, and Finn can move on to Bray Wyatt. It was yeah. really good booking. I actually really liked it. It's just too bad that he was terrible with his aim. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm still they're they're fucking fin up too, so I don't know. Um, anyway, here we go. Let's try to talk about a little bit of battleground here. Um, first of all, just right out the gate, I want to know: Are any of these matches are you guys excited for? Them? No, at I'm, least one. Just I'm, one. I'm trying to remember what they are. I yeah. yeah. Well, I just voted one. in the in the in the in the fucking poll in prediction the league? Uh, prediction oh, league. Oh yeah, I got And I and I, I can't remember what the matches are. Okay. Uh, I mean, the main event obviously will be the glorious train the wreck Pujami, of that. Yeah, the Punjabi prison match, obviously. Orton. Owens, Owens AJ was the one I was looking forward to, but I think they fucked it up by putting the belt on AJ because yeah. I actually, th- I actually think Owens is going to beat him because really? I think that's going to be the. Story. I think, I think that they're going to keep. But I doing thought there this was thing. this stuff about Owens being hurt and taking time oh, off. No. Apparently not. He's still working. So. Oh no, he's, he's still going. Yeah, he's not hurt. That's the automatic <laughs> reaction. Why would they do a house show thing? He must be hurt. Yeah. It's uh, looking like they filmed it for his DVD or some shit. But, but I think I think the idea is that he keeps getting caught and losing something, and then he keeps he keeps getting it back because like it's already happened to him once. Yeah, yep. now it looks like it can happen again. I think AJ's got a brighter future. Well, I don't think you can say it's brighter, but I think AJ's probably going to be one of the guys that challenges Jinder uh, soon. And there's really keeping the United States title on AJ. The only thing I could say is that AJ could go after Jinder while he's the United States champion, claiming that like I represent. The United States, like they could do that, but like then you're wasting your mid card title. But I don't know, just it took all the heat away because oh, like shit. AJ winning the belts, now it doesn't matter because he already did. You call it the mid card title, but right now that title is fucking way higher than the WWE title. <laughs> yeah. fucking well, I way mean, way higher. Gender, <laughs> I want I we used what me and Scott agreed mm-hmm. that 
Jinder winning the belt, I thought, wasn't as bad as some other people said. And I said, let's right. give him some time. I've given him some time. He's awful. Yes. He's awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's just, the problem is that I have no interest in seeing what he's doing. And it, you know what? It might be in part to the fact that they will not get Orton away from him. I'm assuming after this they will. That's but what I'm I have hoping. No in Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal, yeah. and they just keep it going. I'm sure part Orton's of it is a, probably Orton. <laughs> it probably Orton's is Orton such a little bit. A, Orton's such a feud killer, man. He's, he just ruins yeah. everybody he's in a feud with. I mean, the worst part about the world title feud right now between Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal is not Jinder Mahal. Uh, I feel. Probably. It's and Randy Orton. I think and, uh, everybody thought, hey, we're going to give Jinder the title to, you know, uh, increase things with India and all this stuff. But I think it was an excuse to bring back the uh, Pujambi prison match. That's what I yeah, think Yeah, because everyone was clamoring for that yeah, shit. I think that's the whole thing was about the fucking Pujambi prison match. No, and I don't, I don't even I don't, care, guys. I don't even no. care. I'm going to say it right now. I'm on record right now. Boom. I, I, I'm I kind of excited to see the Pujami prison match this week. This weekend. <laughs> why? I don't know. I don't know. You know. I know why. I'm looking forward to seeing what Orton does to the Singh brothers. That too? Yeah. He, he'd probably yeah. fucking toss them off the top of the cage and pale them through the other side. Yeah. Their head on a pike or something. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> like, great. Do. <laughs> I don't know, man. But for real, something about this match, something about it. No. It hasn't been it's around a long time. Factor. It's it's None it sucked them, the, ba- the past two. But look who was in them, though. I mean, you didn't have guys that were... Look well, I mean, I know, I know. God damn, I just... I walked I walked right into that. Here's the thing, Bomber. The, the real problem with the fucking Punjabi prison match is that it's so fucking hard to see in the ring and see what the fuck's going on with That's those weird-ass Punjabi state cages or where the fuck they are, yep. fucking rotisserie Bamboo. fucking things. It's just bullshit, man. It's like it, it, it's just a cage match that's really, really hard to see. You it's know what's like, funny? Oh, right. You know what's funny? I was looking at, like, they posted the stuff from uh, this past SmackDown on Twitter like all the pictures and stuff, you couldn't even see a full, uh, a clear shot of their faces because of the cage obstructing the the What's pictures. Two cages. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's shit. Yeah, you got a good point. It is pretty. Uh, it's pretty hard to see in there. But I don't know something about it. I I'm. It, I know it'll probably be a dud. But I, something about it right now. I'm. I want to see it. But hey, you know that's that's what they do. But yeah, what a weak ass pay per view card though compared to Great Balls of Fire. But here but we yeah, go. What yeah. a way shittier name. Um, <laughs> here we go. Let's just a couple other matches. We got Cena Rusev, uh, flag oh, match. God. What is like, what, what are a waste we in of both. the 80s again? Yeah, both these guys could have an awesome match, and instead they're going to be climbing up, trying to grab a fucking flag nobody gives a shit about. And then Cena dropping a 9 11 reference is why he's going to win. Like, oh my God. Fuck what the fuck, Don't worry. Fuck Mr. Off. America will take care of the heel Indian. It's what was all the point building to that. What was the point of announcing him as a free agent right away and if then come he wasn't going to be up on Raw? Like, yeah. like, at least make an appearance and just say, like, solidify the fact. You know he's going to, at SummerSlam, it's going to come into play. I think he's going to face somebody. If it's not Jinder Mahal, he's going to face somebody from Raw, and that's probably why they did it. But, like, at least Maybe. have him just pop up on Raw. Like, it would be a fun little segment, even though, again, it destroys the entire point of the brand split, but hey, fuck it. They don't care about the brand split. Like, I knew they never did. Do you, do you think there's any way uh, Rusev wins the flag match? No. No. Nope. He's, no, he's done. Nobody? He's done? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's too bad. It sucks. I do hear a lot of people saying that's the way he can take the loss, but not take the pin or submission no, or whatever. Cena doesn't lose on comebacks, ever. Not one. Not Especially single. not a flag match. Well, then you know what? I mean, this could be the perfect opportunity. I'm just saying. Just I know, but what, what, what is Rusev game, though? What does he gain? That he gets a win over Cena. I mean, not a pinfall, but a win over Cena. Yeah, that's but if you're not pinning Cena, then it doesn't fucking matter. 
Yeah, it's I just guess. a fake win, basically. Just a fake win, yeah. No, oh, yeah. just Cena's gonna Cena's gonna beat him real good. That's that's. Right, I'm well. like, I will put. I, here's my my boldness. I will make that my uh, my highest point. Top lock. Yeah, because there's no Bruce doesn't have a chance. You're gonna it's top America. lock Cena. They love, okay. They love sucking the dick of America. I the... agree. I literally can't see them having Cena lose this. Yeah. The considering only it's a flag match. He's I'm. Uh, oh. I'm a top lock gender, but. America's dick is uh, talking about how many kids that are going to die they help. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's true. God, I'm getting so sick of it. And uh, people are going to say that, oh, Matt, you don't have a heart. I'm watching professional wrestling. I don't care about Make-A-Wish stuff. I'm glad they do it. But every every single episode of Raw and SmackDown, they take at least 15 minutes out of their time to talk about how, look at how much good we're doing in the world. And when they put a fucking heel like Stephanie McMahon like, like I remember one time on Raw, they had a segment where she was a bitch. Like, she was, they wow. were fucking just all over her ass. They were booing her. And then they were like, commercial break. Oh, here's Stephanie helping this little girl that's going to die soon. Like, oh, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? Yeah, it's like, that's how it keep works. her away what, from her. What is she doing? She eats children, for fuck's sakes. Keep her away from these kids. Yep. I'm just, I get that they do charity work. I'm, that's great. I hope all companies do. But you don't need to tell us every five mm -hmm. seconds that you do it. Yeah. So yeah. contradictory. So anyway, moving on here. Um, SmackDown tag team titles on the line. Usos versus the New Day. Will the New Day actually take the titles this time? What do you think? No, I don't think so. No. Think so. Scott, what do you think? I wouldn't be surprised, but probably not. Really? Okay. I mean, because everybody thought they were going to win the their at Money in the Bank. Why do you guys get? Why are you changing your mind? Because they didn't. Now yeah, I don't think they, they yeah, will. Yeah, because they didn't win it. Yeah. Yeah, they have one more match after this. So they'll have one more, and it'll be like a gimmick match or something. That's when they'll do it. But the, isn't it hilarious that I still think New Day is super stale? Like, if anything, they're just they are so goddamn the just the norm now. But they'll keep them together for years and years. But they will break up someone like Enzo and Cass, who are doing awesome sales of merch as well and getting great reactions. But they'll break them up right away. Like they won't give them a chance. But yeah, New Day, it's like this would be a prime time to break apart New Day and let them kind of go together like it's overdue but they're going to keep them together for like another two years <laughs> they will yeah. not break them apart Big E needs to be given a fucking rocket strapped to his back run. for the main yeah. event man. he'll run man he could do so much Kofi I think would be an, a good mid card dude as always and Xavier probably fucked but he'll have a job for life because he does the, the up up down down stuff he's really big with their YouTube stuff yeah. but like Big E is a potential main event guy Xavier's yeah. also really big with Paige. <laughs> God. Yeah, but no, I yeah, I can definitely see Big E doing that. But goddamn, man, Kofi Kingston, something about him. I think he's got like eight tag team titles, eight intercontinental titles, eight, I don't know, whatever other mid-card title. Like, there's nothing, like, anything he does now, it's just, okay, well, there's another one. There's, there's another one. And, and it's, none of them are really memorable, though. See, that's part of the problem when you get a guy in that kind of position. When they can't win the big one, you start to think they can't win the big one. Yeah. They, and if I they're mean, not yeah. going to ever do it, then why are you there? Yeah, th that, I mean that's, that's why for me danger, he's in the perfect so. slot right now, being in a exactly. in a group like this. And but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I I don't I also don't see uh, Usos as the titles. I like the Usos as champs. I want to see him hold them a little bit longer. I think this is their best work they've done, as I said before. But you know who should still be the champions right now? American uh, Alpha. American <laughs> Alpha. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going yeah. on that one. Nope. Not doing no, it. I, not, I saying, not agreeing with that one. Nope. Why? 
what are the Usos doing that's so good? The only thing that they've done of note with this title run is called out Xavier for having sex with Paige. That other was great, that, but... Been, but, uh, but other than that, they've done nothing that I've remembered even remotely. The, the, their whole their whole look, their whole demeanor now is way better oh, than the whole the bullshit. Aura. The aura. Okay, God I get it. You like God the aura? I feel like you were just waiting to fuck. You were just waiting for that, I, I feel. I, honestly, I was going to say that no matter what you said. Um, yeah. They're way no, better. Are, how about their matches? Are their matches good? Their matches right. have always been good. Their matches have always been, like, solid American matches. American Alphas are amazing. So what the, what's going on here? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm not going to argue that they didn't fuck up with American Alpha because I agree with that 100%. But I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, Usos, they've always had good matches. I never liked their whole bullshit, bright colors, cheesy chants, and all that kind of stuff. I like their, like, almost... I don't know, like thuggish kind of like we, fuck you. We're just gonna beat the shit out of you kind of deal. I just, I just like their attitude now. I just, they seem like good, like good heels now, as opposed to what being bullshit gonna, baby what faces. When are they gonna start doing their drive-by shootings? I can't wait to see that. That would be awesome. Not, not gonna lie. That would step it up a notch. They just, they're better than they were because I fucking hated their old mm -hmm. gimmick. Yeah, it's better, but it still just kind of seems like generic thugs instead of having actual characters. And again, I mean, that's they've only done one thing of note as heels, and that's called out Xavier for fucking Paige. That's it. That's the only fucking thing in their entire run so far. That's the only thing anybody will remember. Uh, well, so far. But, I mean, they still got a ways to go. So, we'll see. It's been since Mania. Yeah, who else they won the week before this? Mania. How who are they going to face after this? Well, they hopefully they get a real fucking program with uh, Breeze Dongo because they are the best goddamn tag team going right now. I mean, shit. On SmackDown. On SmackDown is so fucked. On SmackDown. They just see, Raw took everyone, and then Raw took them and broke them up. But see, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we're gonna take the best tag teams, and we're gonna break them up. <laughs> yep, that's like a fuck you for the writers to the writers on SmackDown. But no, um, no, for real though, Breeze Dongo for real is one of the best things going as far as definitely tag team wise on and like SmackDown. You know that they lucked into that. Yeah, they, like they did. They're not credible, though. That's my problem, is that they're a really fun comedy team, and I yes. really like watching them, but they're, they're, they've are they're done nothing to make them a credible team. And I know what they'll do. They'll have them. They'll they've have, been like, getting the all Usos. wins, though, lately. Have, yeah, but they'll have the Usos, like, take a fluke loss against them, a non-title fluke loss, either like a six-man tag or something. They'll get a pin, and then they'll be like, oh, well, they're credible now because they beat them one time. But it's like, but their gimmick is that they're jokes. They're really entertaining. They're fun. I like yeah. them, but... I can't see I can't take them versus the Usos as like a serious thing. Yeah. I mean I don't know. I just wanna know what's gonna happen with Breeze Dongo at the pay per view because they're supposed to find out who attacked him. You know um, who it is? It's just gonna be the stupid fucking As leash ripoff. It's gonna be Ascension again. It's a running joke. They're just gonna come out again and they're gonna be like, I Oh, I can't believe we didn't see it. No. <laughs> I hope it's big cast. He attacks everybody. That'd be great. Ugh. The big cast is attacking everyone. Um, but I did feel it was weird how they have back-to-back -back attack angles on Raw and SmackDown like that. But anyway, uh, moving on. Um, we kind of already talked about Styles Owens for the title. Um, I don't. I don't see. I mean, you see Owens winning the title back. I don't. I still don't really see that. But I mean, who knows? I mean, could happen. Uh, anybody like Lee Scott? Who do you guys think is gonna walk out of this one with the title? Uh, I was gonna go with AJ on this one. I'm thinking AJ as well. Yeah, I think uh, I think Matt Zion's going a little Homer on that one, but uh, I think good. he. Uh, I think uh, I like it but... too much on his gear to not have a longer title. Yeah. With it. He, he yeah. asked, it's like, he's like Vince. Seriously, man, I'm gonna spend like two hundred dollars on my gear here. Like, I'm gonna keep this for a while, right? Well, yeah. 
Oh, I'm too busy stroking it to big cast. Oh my <laughs> god, look at how big he is. Well, uh, moving on. Um, Shinsuke is in a premiere match. We're talking top-notch match against the lone wolf, Baron Cor- uh, Corbin here. Um, <laughs> this is weird. This is a weird no match here. No one was really clamoring for this. Were no, they? no, no, no. I mean, and I assume... knock on Corbin, but it's just like, really him in Jinsuke? It's weird to me because they were pushing Corbin really big, but they put him in a match where he cannot win. I, I don't understand. Like, there's no way he's going to win this match, oh, I think. That's because he's money in the bank. He doesn't have to. Exactly. Uh, it's true. Because uh, you remember what they do when somebody wins money in the bank, they go on, like, the biggest losing streak of their career. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's just it weird. Make, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Because that like, way, later on, when Baron Corbin has the title, Shinsuke will be like, "I beat you. I want the title." No, but like that whole booking is so stupid. Because it's like when when the guy has the money in the bank, I think he should be winning nonstop. So it yeah. makes him look like a credible threat to the title. But mm. then they always have him lose, and then their their mindset is, "Oh well, he just won the belt, so everybody will forget about that." No, fuck that. He should have been winning every fucking match, so he was a huge threat. And then when he wins the belt, he's now the huge threat who is now the guy, and he should be impossible to beat. And they're looking weak. There is a flip side on that where you take a guy like Seth Rollins who lost a lot then cashed in because you end up getting a champion that's beatable in the eyes of the audience, so all the good guys are going to come after this scrawny prick who was kept losing. That's going to sell you on seeing guys face him. Yeah, that should not never... be Baron Corbin. He should not be that guy. He should be Rollins... the badass guy dominating. Yeah, Rollins he should be the Braun Strowman of SmackDown. Huh. Rollins never got uh, credibility, though, until he came back from his injury. I don't think no, anybody really respected him as no, champion because but he, that's what I mean. they only saw him as the guy who lost all the time. And that's what I mean. He, they set him up as the guy who lost all the time. So when he got the title, it was like, oh, he's a beatable champion in that flair kind of way. Not comparing the two, don't get me wrong. Uh, but in the sense of, like, he, mm-hmm. he's a guy, I'm going to pay to see him lose. I'm going to pay to see Miz lose. I'm going to pay to I see Rollins lose. I can't name I can a see that. Seth Rollins title defense. That no, I'm me either. Like, Man, that no, was but, so good. <laughs> I don't know. No, but that's it. He ended up always winning in bullshit ways that it's like, oh, well, that was kind of shit. It didn't work. If that's what they're doing with Baron Corbin, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's not the guy to do that a kind monster, of thing. Man. Yeah. Exactly. Corbin, he should be destroying things. Corbin's his best when he gets on the mic and tells people that he doesn't give a fuck about wrestling. He just likes money. Essentially, Corbin yeah. has the Brock Lesnar gimmick without the badassness. Yeah. yeah. He's just... He's like, you're all a bunch of nerds. I'm here for money, and that's cool. But now that they took away talking smack, that's the end of that. Uh, <laughs> Say goodbye yeah. to that. All well, right. Still so. after pay per views, but not the regular show. But yeah. yeah. Um. So another match: Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis. Um. Kind of rematch from their match on SmackDown and stuff. But man, I mean, this is another match where I feel like Mike has to get the win because he's a new guy yeah. coming in, but. I don't. I mean, well, Sammy's. I don't see Sammy losing though. This is a weird match. Now, Sammy's the kind of guy who he could lose a thousand matches, yep. and people will still react to him. He's basically like a a new Chris Jericho, in my opinion. He's like a Jericho or a Razor Ramon back in the day. He can afford the loss. He'll be fine. I feel yeah, like he, a lot of these. That's his job. A lot of these matches on this card look like they're obvious winners. Like obviously, Ty Dillinger should win. Obviously, Sammy Zayn should. I mean, sorry, uh, Mike Kanellis should win. Obviously, Shinsuke should win. Obviously, fucking. Uh, to me, AJ should win, but I mean, oh, yeah. you know, obviously Jinder Mahal up. should win. Obviously Cena should win. Uh, the other matches are kind of up there, but so many of these matches seem like obviously somebody should win. I 
can't picture all that happening. They got to be throwing no. some curveballs somewhere. I mean, I couldn't have imagined that at the previous pay per view all the heels would win, but they did that. They did. They did do that, but I can't picture them doing that so many times in a row. Like I feel like no, some. I'm of the, just saying. Oh, I'm I saying can. if they did it, if they did something that I didn't imagine they would do once, they'll do it again. Like you, you're giving the company too much credit. I mean, <laughs> maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just think some of these matches that we think somebody's going to get upset somewhere. Or yeah. you know, I've I've heard back in the day like them talking about how like the WWE sometimes would do what you thought they would do because they thought that you thought they wouldn't do it. Oh, <laughs> and you fuck. think he's joking, but he's <laughs> they, not. That's taught. They've talked about it. And I'm gonna they be honest. That's do the obvious. So Mike Kanellis will win because of course to. he will. He's the debut. But it it, that makes all the sense. So we got to have Sammy win. But no, that's what people will think. So Mike will win. See, you know what? That's I'm not going to lie. That's kind of what gets me on the prediction league. I'll think about these matches too goddamn much and I'll even I'll I'll pick Sammy for those certain fucking like factors. And that's what always fucks me over. But you got to just you got to just go with how they think and they think in the most simplest I should. uncomplicated terms possible. I should. I, I, I should change my philosophy and stop overthinking this shit. Um, but uh, last match rounding out the card here, we got the five-way elimination match. Um, happy to see it's an elimination match. That's pretty cool. Uh, the women's uh, number one contender, basically, who's going to face Naomi. Um, we got Tamina, Natalia, Lana, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte. So you would assume a heel wins because they're going to face Naomi at SummerSlam, but will it be Charlotte? I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> well, there you go. There's the answer. <laughs> I, I picked, Honestly, I, picked, I like the match, but I have no idea. Yeah, I, I picked Tamina just because, okay, maybe. I mean, that that's the thing. <laughs> Obviously, you would assume it's a heel, but Lana just lost to Naomi three fucking times in a row. Squash job, be, some of them. It's going to be Charlotte. It's a bit it's SummerSlam, so they're going to give the payday to, to the, the bigger talent, and Charlotte's the biggest talent in the match. But then you got face versus face, and we know how... I mean, they don't... But with women, they can get fine. away with it. With women, they can get away with it. They the, the, the main Charlotte they can. Yeah, it'll be Charlotte, but I mean, I still don't give a fuck. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's been a while since they gave Becky her dues, too, so... I mean, That's they could... who I'm pulling for, but that's not who I'm picking on the thing. I mean, <laughs> my gut fun. reaction, who I would want it to be, would be Natalia. But I don't know. This this is a match. This is one of the only matches where I think it's a legit toss up on who could get the win. But I don't know. My mind says it's got to be a heel. But, but then, my body is telling me yeah. Yeah, but there you go. So I don't know. I just like the fact that it's an elimination match. I always like elimination matches. They always add in like fun elements and stuff. So Same here. I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it as far as Battleground goes. We kind of ran through the card there. Um, I do want to ask, if there is one upset out of the matches we just listed, what would be the one upset, do you guys think, if they do do an upset on the card? Owens and um, Styles. The, o- Owens would win? Um, yeah. I think yeah. the biggest upset would be if Randy Orton actually took the title off gender. Well, that would be the biggest upset, but do you think that could, would be the likely I upset? Easily, I, don't, I could easily I don't see, see them happen. doing it. No, I could see I, them doing I, it for sure. I, I could see it, but I literally I cannot envision that actually happening. More than, than any other outcome, 
that no. To me, that would be the shock of the pay per view. To me, be honest with you, that, that, no matter what, what happened, that would be yeah, the shock of the pay per view. What is Orton good at doing when he wins titles? Oh, uh, he's good at losing to Cena. Screwing, he's oh. good at screwing all things, all pushes, and all new fresh things. Wouldn't up. he That's be? That's what they do. Wouldn't he be a when thirteen? Feels good. Hey, with no, with four. Bray, things were feeling real good, weren't they? We were like, oh, he's gonna have a long run there. They wouldn't have put Bray over Cena and AJ unless they were like really gonna push him. Nope, you're done. And then, oh, wait, remember Daniel Bryan, SummerSlam, beat Cena? You're like, oh, man, look at the reaction. The fans are going fucking great. Oh, nope, here comes Orton. All right, well, that's the end of that. Man, yeah. this, is, this man is great at killing really, really good pushes. You just made yeah. me realize that that could lead to Randy Orton as WWE champion defending against John Cena. John Cena, Cena SummerSlam. at SummerSlam. Ugh. Randy Orton and Cena, that, the two biggest, not the happening. two biggest champions. No, not, not happening. Not Remember happening. this moment when it does. That's your Rumble moment. Yeah. Probably. No. They yeah. Fucking, no. Oh, Vince's, oh, Vince's cock just got three times the size on this no. day. Oh, <laughs> Orton and Cena and SummerSlam. I mean, there will be ten fucking matches probably, maybe 13, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be four hours with a two-hour pre-show. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. I don't care what they do as long as I get my four-way. As long, if I get my four-way, do whatever you I'm fucking wrong, want. Yeah. I stroke your dick off, have Orton swallow Cena's load. I don't care. Give me the four-way, and we're good. Yeah, I'm just going to say, yeah, Raw to me, definitely winning right now as far as which interest I'm invested in right now, but oh, I still want to see this main event, guys. I want to do it. I want to see it. I want to see the train wreck. I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. I want to see it. Oh, no Even... interest, but I will be streaming. So we'll, I guess we'll be there live. Hey. Scott will hear us react to actually watching if, it. Yeah, if, yeah, if you're streaming, I'm, I'll, I'll be there if, uh, if, you, if you will have me. If you will have me on your stream, oh, actually, I, th- I think I actually have that. I think I actually have that Sunday off. So, uh oh, come join as well. Uh oh, yeah. If, if, if there's no new, if there's no new Japan to watch, well, well yeah. let's be honest here. You're gonna watch Battleground over New Japan. I mean, obviously, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think that's it, guys. I think we need to head out of here. There, I mean, there's so much to talk about that we uh, missed the past couple weeks to talk about, but um. That's, I think that's good enough for now. That's good enough for now. We'll oh, see you guys in two big weeks. Ass. There it's it is. So big. Oh god, I can't keep going. Dick my boner is unbelievable. We're out of here, guys. Do an incest uh, angle with my daughter. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks.